everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. Hey, everyone. Jimmy, a little thirsty. A little thirsty. A little parched. Really? What, what, what's going on? I had an Italian. Ah, so. uh, yeah, you were eating before the show. Mm-hmm. And I was doing all the prep work, of course. All them yeah. sodium nitrates, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's it. I was working hard. I was hardly you're, working. You're, you're eating away. That's right. <laughs> I had to get, up, get, get, get my blood sugar up here. Let's go. Nice. We got a big show today. Big, big show today. Ready. Baby. Reddit special. That's right. Backed by popular demand. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, sit down. <laughs> Let's go, man. So we're going to go through some uh, questions that people have uh, okay. about remodeling. All right. Uh, so kind of some interesting questions here. Good. Uh, but first, I want to start off with a little product review. Okay. So there's a section in my grass in my backyard mm-hmm. that grows literally three to five times higher than the rest of the lawn. Why is that? I have no idea. We don't water it. Nothing. It just grows like crazy. Is it a different kind of seed, you think? It could be. I don't know. I wish I knew what it was because I'd put it everywhere else because it's like really green and thick and looks great. Nice. So one of the issues that we have is that when I go to mow, I use a mulching blade so I don't have a bagger. So when I go through that section... I'm throwing all of this extra grass like yeah, on my on my stone patio. It's going yeah. into the garden and, yep. you know, it's seeding and it's it's, yep. it's just a mess. Right. So I was thinking about it. I said, you know what? Maybe we should just get like a little push mower with a bag and then we can just do that section whenever we feel like it. You know, we can do it multiple times a week if we need to. And then we can just capture all of the all of the tri- the trimmings there, the clippings, and we can just dispose of them. Hang on a second. Yeah. Is it near septic line? Not necessarily. It's probably about 10 feet away. You're because that could be why grass is growing so fast. You might have might it might be closer to the um the leaching field. The leaching field goes the opposite way. It does. Yeah. I don't know. I can't figure it out. All right. All right. I didn't mean to. No, that's, right. that's right. That's right. So my wife and I were talking about it, and I was telling her my thought, and she's like, okay, what do you want to do? And I said, Maybe we get one of those battery-powered push lawnmowers. Which one did you get? So we looked at the prices and the mm. different options that were out there. Mm-hmm. We're on Amazon. And I wanted the Eco, yeah, which is the leading brand. Very popular right now. Yep, very popular. Yeah. Uh, over $400 for a push mower yeah. with a battery. Uh-huh. So I found this other one that was by Power Smart. I've heard of them, too. You have? Yeah. Okay, I hadn't heard of them. So the reviews were mixed. Um, you know, the biggest complaint most people had was that the battery doesn't last very long. <clears throat> so I was like, well, I don't really need it to last very long because I only need to mow like 10 minutes worth, you know, right, right in that section. Yeah. So I really don't care if it doesn't last more than 30 minutes, you know, because I'm not, it's not going to take me that long. How big is this patch? Dude. I got to show it to you. Maybe I'll take a picture. You got to take a picture. I'll take a picture. Yeah. Because why could yeah. you use like an echo weed whacker? And whack it down. No, see, it's, it's too big for that. Oh, yeah, okay. it's kind of like right in the middle. Oh, all it's right. like right in the middle. Okay. So I said, okay, let's let's get that one. 180 bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot. So it arrived in the box, partially put together, mostly put together. You know, mm-hmm. the blade was already on, which is great, and the handle's already on. You just it was folded. You just had to extend it and then mm-hmm. just tighten the the, yep. the nuts there and yeah. You know, you have to you have to charge the battery. Of course, it's a forty volt. How long does it take to charge? So I don't know because it wasn't at a. It wasn't like at 
dead. They give you state. like a quarter. Exactly. So it took probably about, I would say roughly about 45 minutes. That's it? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Freaking loud, too. Thing is just humming on that charger. It's like, oh my God. So that's not good. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Um, so the thing that I dislike the most about it okay. is it's all plastic. The wheels, everything is plastic. Yeah. So it's not really sturdy, but again, I don't need to do an entire lawn with it. So for what I used it for, it the battery lasted. There was no issue. Um, I had to empty the the bag on it like you know three or four times while I was mowing in that section. Wow! And it actually turned out to be okay. Good. Yeah. So you know, depending on what you need, I think that's what it comes down to. If it's if it's something that you need to do your entire yard, this isn't going to be the product for you. So you do it. You use it, and you also use a push mower. No, I do a push mower to do the perimeter of the the whole right, yard. You have a sit down, too, and then you? I do the sit down after that, and then I do the backpack blower. Right. Yeah. So it's a few hours. Yeah. But this was this was really good. I mean, you know, you have to hold the handle. So that it keeps, you know, yeah, going, which is safety, um, which is a safety thing. It's it would be nice if there was like a little lock thing that you could put on it and just go. But yeah. I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore. No. So, no. but yeah, so power smart, uh, 40 volt was okay. All right. So you gave it a fair. I'm going to give it, you I was trying to think out of, you know, one to 10, what I'd give it, I would probably give it for what I needed it for an eight. So why don't you take it and try your perimeter with it? I may try that. I would. Yeah. I would. Just to see how long it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> see how see how badly your lung kicks the shit out of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. See, it's that what you got plastic. Yeah. I mean, you it has different settings. So I set it at two and a half, almost three inches, you know, for this time yeah. of year, which is good. So, you know, but my lawn was probably in that section was a good five, six inches. And it it held up to it. Yeah. I mean, it didn't it, you know, it it kind of quieted a little bit. You know, when you went over the big stuff, just like a regular push mower does. Uh, but it, it had the power to cut it. Mm. So and it's and it actually sounds like a gas powered mower. Really? I was expecting it to be super quiet. No, it no. sounds just like a regular lawnmower. Well, do you have to oil? So you don't have to do you have to oil any of the mechanism? You can't get into anything. Everything's plastic. It's like a big plastic. So it's lubricated cover. and then when it wears I out. Yes. They just throw it out. Yeah, you throw it out. <laughs> yep. For 180 it's always bucks, plastic. It's yeah. just recyclable. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just bring it to the landfill. Wow. Be all good. Wow. <laughs> so 45 minutes, so that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it charged right back up again. Um, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I think I ran it maybe 15 minutes and there was never any issue with it. But no, like I 15. said, people people were like, you know, it doesn't last more than 30 minutes. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't need it to. So yeah. Yeah. So all right. I do recommend it. Let's put it that way. If you don't need to do no, a bigger. I don't think you should recommend it until you do your perimeter. Okay. We're going to get back to you on that. One. Yeah, we're going to get back to you on that. One. All right. All right. Next. We're ready for, we're ready for our let's Reddit. Let's do some Reddit, baby. All right. All right. Let's go with the first one here. Yeah. This one, this one you and I see often. So it says, we have a pretty large gap between the bottom of our siding and the ground. It's allowing both critters and plants to grow up behind the house. Not good. Nope. What's the best way to close up this gap and clean up around the edge where plants won't grow and hopefully make it look a lot nicer than just dirt and weeds? 
So basically they've got that the gap yeah. you know, between the, probably the foundation and the siding. Yeah. So what do you recommend putting up in there? Well, basically what, to eliminate that altogether, what you see on houses, when you go right from foundation to siding, there's your problem right there mm -hmm. because you got the plywood and, and, and the critters and the plantings go up. If you look at some houses that they have what they call a water, it's technically construction wise, it's called a watermark, yep. which is like a one by 12, whether it be wood or Azac. Mm -hmm. And you put that down first. That's your border that goes all the way around the, the, the bottom of the, the top of the foundation and mm -hmm. the bottom of the plywood. It's attached to that. Then that eliminates a lot of hidden. That's solid. That will that can be solid against the foundation. And all you have is that little piece of plywood that's that's um, overhanging uh, the plate, your your framing plate. Mm -hmm. So that once you put that watermark board on or that border board, borderline board, which is one by 12, if you really wanted to, if you seem to have an issue where it's not collect if it's not adhering to the uh, the foundation you can either use screws um or tap cons to the foundation itself mm -hmm. but you really don't have to do that or you could just you know get some screws um or some kind of fastener that's going to go into the plate of the foundation mm -hmm. and that should secure it and if you needed to um that board that i'm talking about also can either be an overhang or it can be um flush to the plywood that's to the foundation mm -hmm. if that makes any sense to the homeowner um and then some people on top of that behind the found behind the siding will do like a drip cap or something I, else too i put down because yep. i just had to do that with my house yep i had to put up the, the the new boards and i did i put a drip cap on top of that water board or, or that borderline board and then i dropped my siding on top of that so no water will run up behind it but that board that you're putting down that should eliminate the critters going up inside because mm -hmm. you can actually see and you can feel underneath where that problem is. And if you have any gaps like that whatsoever, that the critters are going in, you should fill that with like a steel wool mm -hmm. or something that's going to deter the animals foam, not necessarily because they can chew the foam out. If they really right. want to get inside, they'll get, yeah. they'll chew the foam and they'll get steel inside. wool, steel wool. Yeah. <clears throat> and as far as your ground cover, that's going up inside your house, you got to move that ground cover away. Yes. from the house yes because that will creep its way back up again it'll find its way mm -hmm. it does it's amazing it yeah. will find its way in the smallest area well, that's yep. what they want to do so change your ground cover um i wonder what kind they have because there's so many invasive ones you know that can get up there and go and do that damage yeah once they get in once they get into your house there you go it's just like opening a front door you get everything in there you get bugs mm -hmm. you get everything yep yep very true very true Agree with you. Hope that answered the question. Yeah, hopefully. So this is uh, one of those, uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. So they're planning on doing some modifications to the, an addition they did, and they want to add an 8x10 deck and a sliding glass door. So it says this is all for the second floor. So it's not first floor work, it's second floor work. Yeah. So they're, they're trying to figure out, you know, what do you do first? Do you do the door first or do you do the deck first? So if you do the door first, you got to work off the ladders outside. Mm, not safe. It's a lot, a lot more difficult. No, put the deck. Yeah, I agree. You put it, you put a deck on first, and then you know put put the door in after that. Again, I get the same issue because I'm taking my deck down. Yeah. And it's going to be high. It's going to be a second floor. Yep. 
So I'm going to change out. I'm going to change out the, the sliders first. Because you first, can work yeah. like a gentleman. Yeah. And then what's the new? See, I don't I have to find this out if it's grandfathered in because my deck where it is now goes right off the right off the door. Mm-hmm. I don't have to drop it down. It's not dropped. You down. don't have to. I highly recommend that you do, but you don't have to. But if you flash behind it and everything else, it's all flash underneath. It's just, you know, for those of us that live in places where we get snow, if you get six or eight inches of snow, it's going to be up higher than the than the flashing. Right. So like you can't open that door or else snow will come in. Right. So that's why it's kind of nice to have like a six or seven inch um, step down to your deck. So that way the the snow doesn't build up. All right. Too, so too far. I have two issues. Yeah. But one good issue is this where those sliders are getting replaced mm-hmm. is on the windy side of the lake. There is no snow. It, okay. it, it gets blown away. There's nothing that's really on that deck. Okay. And if anything, it's on there. It's small. It's snow on its ice. If I drop down that deck, mm-hmm. which has been like that for over 50 years, people are going to trip and fall and misstep. Okay. All right. So I got to keep it the way it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, some people like it that way. You know, they like it to be just even going right on out. I yeah. just I just like to always tell the, the homeowner, think about this. Yeah. You got eight inches of snow and it's up, you know, on your door. Valid point. So serious valid point. Yep. You know, and then it's touching the siding and everything else mm-hmm. that's around it. So, yeah. you know, it's it, yeah. So it's, it's a matter of preference, in my opinion. OK. It's not code. I don't believe it's code. No. I have not heard anything about it being yeah. code. Okay. We will return right after a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Jim, did you hear that? It's the sound of another sale on Shopify. Come the, on. The all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online in-person sales. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com studs, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get a full access of Shopify's entire suite and features. That's great. Grow your business with Shopify today, so go to shopify.com studs right now. So shopify.com slash studs. Tell all your family and friends. And a big thank you to our sponsor. Now, back to the show. All right. All right. This sounds like you. What? Uh, So this person says, I'm a relatively new homeowner and a bit of a perfectionist and very detail-oriented. Around my house, I have a long list of projects as well as regular maintenance jobs to do. I find I simply don't have the time to get everything done. And so my question is, how do you do it? Managing to stay on top of the things you need to, or is it a case of accepting that I'll never have everything done and perfect? Uh, Bingo. Yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Can I leave his name? No. <laughs> all right. First of all, 
Oh, so I would imagine he has the weekends off. He or she, yes. He or she, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I am in the same boat again. <laughs> so what you need to do is you need to pick your battles. I agree. And you need to pace yourself. Yes. And you also need to realize they're all victories. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, whatever you don't accomplish, you will accomplish them. But in time. Right. You know, listen, I've already had the mental breakdown. Oh, my God. That's that the other thing. When I had COVID, oh, mm-hmm. my God. All I want to do is put a match to the house. I was just <laughs> sick of it. I just can't get nothing done. This, mm-hmm. that, the other thing. And the, But the the thing is. Your great quality that you have is that you're a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. The, the, your demise is that you're a perfectionist and you want to get it all done at once. Right. Patience, my dear person. You got to have patience. Mm-hmm. And you need to, if you like your beer, you need to have one either after you've accomplished or mm-hmm. a beer the day before and have a battle plan when you're going to go at it on Saturday and stick to the plan. Right. And I got to tell you, I got a, I got such a list. I, I don't know if this person lived next to me. I'd have them come over yeah. and they look at the house and I, and I'd show them, look, this is what I got to do, yeah. but this is what I'm doing right now. And that's the only way that keeps my sanity. Right. Is that, and at the end of the day, I look back and I go, Hey, I got that done. Mm-hmm. I got that done. Mm-hmm. And I got that done. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that done. Right. But I got all these done. And if yeah. you're a perfectionist about it, it's going to last. I mean, if you got, all right. If you got a lot of plantings, you got lawn, and then you've got housework. I don't know what I don't know what the list is. Sure. No, they didn't give a list. Right. But your priorities. Knock off the priorities. You can always knock off the little stuff too. Yep. Some things take priority. Like you said, if you're planting grass, well, there's a limited window to do that. Yeah. So you got to get out there. You got to do what you got to do. I don't know when ours is because it's so freaking cold. <laughs> Forget it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like a day in March out of here right now. Yeah. It's awful. Right. Um, well, that answered and, the question. Yeah. And I would also say too, if you are lucky, lucky enough, uh, in your area that there's a skilled like handyman around may not be a bad idea to bring somebody in for like eight hours and just let them do some of the smaller type stuff just to get it off your list. Things that don't require, you know, your perfection, um, to detail, you know, attention to detail and stuff. Yeah. That's a, so. that's a great idea. If you can find someone, you can if get you can someone like that. Somebody. It's a friend of a friend. Yeah. Yep. If you can get a referral from a friend of yours, yep. that's the best. Yep. Because now you know what you're dealing with. Right. Really honest to God. If someone, you know, your neighbor says, oh, I'm working with this guy and he's really busy, but he does good work and I like him. Mm-hmm. That's the guy you need to call. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On to the next. Yeah. They are replacing kitchen countertops and sink, and pretty sure that they want to go with a farm sink. Um, they're they're questioning the the countertops. They said that they've always had granite countertops, but now uncertain if that's the way to go. On one hand, I know how to clean them, and they obviously handle heat really well. Quartz, marble, granite, butcher block, soapstone? Question mark. They do live here in Connecticut. They said, and don't know if that makes a difference. Which it doesn't. Um, and they're just trying to decide what's the best countertop to put on their, in their kitchen. All right. I'm a quartz guy. Okay. Why? Man-made stone. And keep going. It holds up really, really well. I don't know if you have kids, grandkids, anything like that. You know, they could spill anything you want on a quartz top and it all cleans up. Okay. And 
there's a lot of different varieties of them too now i mean they can even make it if if you like the look of granite they can even make them you know look like granite but you don't have to seal it you don't have to treat it you know every two years or every year whatever it is uh soapstone real soft and i've i've known a couple of customers who put soapstone in and then regretted it why because it's just too much work. You what know, are you going to do? It? It'll take dings and and soft. You know, it's very soft, so you have to sand it down and then re reapply the seal to it. And it's just it's just a lot of work. I mean, it's beautiful. It yeah, looks it, it looks so nice, but it's just so much work, you know. And I just I just wonder if you got the time to do that, you know. And butcher block. I don't know how do you feel about butcher block. I have butcher block. You we do? bought the house that has a butcher block. Yeah, it's cracking. Okay. So, but it's old, and that was because of neglect. Yeah. So, if you get all right, I'm going to stop right here, and I'm going to say this to the customer, mm-hmm. the homeowner. If you get your sink and you like the countertop, regardless whether it's easy to clean or whatever, if there's a countertop that you love that goes with that sink, you can get that. What I'm why I'm saying that is because. You can always get something that you can put on top of the countertop when you're going to cook or mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do. These boards, you can mm-hmm. you can buy chopping blocks, like long, long boards. Yeah, John Boo's. Like whatever. And put, Try and to put, find a John Boo's. That's a good, that's a good uh, yeah. butcher block. And yeah. you can put those down yep. and you do all your prep, everything on it. And when it's done, you wash it, put it away, and you got your beautiful countertop that everyone can see. And then you, and you love it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we do. The, <clears throat> the butcher block. Here's a great thing about butcher block. Uh, first of all, bacteria and stuff like that goes deep into the wood, does not sit on the surface. So the chances of getting foodborne illnesses on wood is less chance than any other hard surface, believe it or not. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. Yep. Um, if you get butcher block, my suggestion is use tongue oil on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good food grade tongue oil. Um, oh, what's that green can? That's really good. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm finishing. Oh, brain fart. But the tongue oil, it, you, you put it on, then you give it a little sanding, and you put it on again, and then you put it on, you know, you give it a light sand with some steel wool. Mm-hmm. It gives off this beautiful, almost like you think it's a polyurethane shine, mm. but it really preserves the wood. It does. Um, it holds up. It's got a great color to it, and you'd love it, especially if, you, if it's a brand-new butcher block. I have also known... Uh, we've also did this when I lived in another house. We did the 50-50 bar top on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that looked cool. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And that held up. That's that's a project, though, because you got to build a moat. You got you have to pour it. Right. And you got to build a moat all the way around the table. Yeah. So it just oozes off the sides and goes into the moat. Yeah. A little bit of a thing. But when it's on there and it's done, it, that's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So butcher block, I, I don't really have anything against it but you you that's that thing you have to take care of yes you know i think the the nicest one i saw was they did it on their island yeah they did a butcher block and it was just like dark mahogany look to it oh my god it was gorgeous well tongue oil can do that absolutely gorgeous tongue oil dark as the wood yep it looks it's beautiful it's got a nice shine to it again john booze john booze baby that's your guy he he has this formula and how he makes his butcher box work, I don't know. Yeah, but he's been doing it a long time. All right, sticking with kitchens, 
got somebody who's uh, looking to do a new tile backsplash, but there is a backsplash on it right now. Uh, he's taking it off and trying to save the drywall. Don't bother. Take Don't it all bother. off. Exactly. Just cut it out, yep. rip it out, put another piece of drywall up and go after it. Yeah, do you it can right. put drywall. You can get uh, the Hardy Backer or Smith yeah. or two. Yeah. yeah, whatever you want to Don't use. Don't try to save it. So Don't try to save yeah, it. You never will. Cussing it. You won't. <laughs> You might get all of it, and the last quarter is gonna is gonna rip off, and it's just <laughs> yep. gonna look like crap. Yep. You're gonna be pissed at yourself. Just let it. Just use a multi tool, right? Yep. Carefully, because yep. you may have electrical behind that, right? Or plumbing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Scrape it off. Yep. Take the top row of the tile off, bottom row of the tile off, and then just cut it out. Yep. So that's what we recommend to you, sir. Or ma'am. Or ma'am. Yes. Yeah, we don't have any. We don't have many names here, so That's right. we don't know. It's probably good. But... We don't know nothing. All right, so this one you and I talked about a little bit before we went on the air here. Um, somebody's asking about stud finders and whether or not there's a difference between the cheap ones at around twenty bucks or like Craftsman sells one at fifty dollars. And he's he's asking or she's asking, should I just buy the cheap one? I personally have never used a stud finder that works perfectly. Hmm. Um, I've seen it work. And then I've seen it just five minutes later, not work. You know, it says that there's a stud there and you're shooting in screws all over the place and nothing's grabbing. So I, I say just buy the cheap one, you know, and then just know it may not work. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Uh, if you buy a stud finder, look on the back, make sure it also says it can, it detects electrical wiring. Oh, okay. Because I had one, um, and I didn't spend a lot of money on it either, but it worked to the point where if it was electrical near that stud, it would beep, beep, Hmm. beep, 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 and it would show an electrical icon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But it's also a pain in the butt sometimes, too, because it's picking up, it could be picking up a frequency that's a couple studs away. Right. So you got to keep on playing with it, you know, and they, and you got to, can be kind of frustrating the way they, way they, um, where they sit um some of them detect it uh right right at the beginning of the stud you know you ever notice that you gotta like mm-hmm. make your mark and then go in another three quarters of an inch you have an inch and a half mm-hmm. to play yep. with yeah it goes off the beginning of the stud and then when you go past it, it'll stop it's supposed to it's supposed to <laughs> so yeah. oh my god you can also also tap the wall sometimes you can hear the stud you can feel it the hardness of the stud <sighs> Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. I, I I enjoy watching people go like that. They knock in, knock in, knock in. Yeah. Then they put a screw in. It goes nowhere. <laughs> I right. just laugh every time. If your house is old, that's an easy thing. Look yeah. at look at the wall. Look at the nail pops. Right. You see the nail pops. That's where your stud is. Yep. Right there. You could also take a little uh, six penny nail or eight penny nail. Yep. And tap it with a hammer if you think that's a stud. And if once you hit that stud, boom, there you go. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a real quick and easy uh, fix. Yeah. It's yeah. a little hole. You put yeah. that patch stuff on it and it's gone right mm-hmm. all right try that good try that or just go with the cheap shoot, one shoot a ton of screws go in there and the you'll eventually one. find it go with the cheap one. and hope they're 16 on center yeah um so this one you and i have talked about before i think on the show um and this is always a debate um and i hear it still um regularly so this, this person has a three-bedroom, one-bath bungalow. Uh, the, the, the one bathroom is downstairs in the middle of the house. It's outdated, and they want to renovate. They have no kids or plans for babies, so I'd like to remove the tub and make it shower only as part of the renovation. 
Will this decrease the resale value? Many people would consider it a starter home for families who may want a bathtub for babies and whatnot. I personally have talked to real estate agents who said it's not as important as it used to be. Right. Um, because I, of shower heads. Correct. So if you have one of those handheld showers on a slide bar, that's perfect for a baby. They could put the baby in a plastic container, yeah. you know, that, it, I mean, when the baby, when the baby's first born, you're, you're washing the baby in, in, a, sink. in a sink. Yeah. So you just replicate the same size and just do it, you know, in, in the shower. And it's and it's fine. Um, I don't see the need to have to have one if you don't want one. Right. Right. I I, I agree. The same thing. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So tear it out. Tear it out. Tear Enjoy it out. Yourself. Enjoy yeah. yourself. It's not going to be a deal breaker. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think it will be either. No. Nope. That's it. That's all we got today. That's all we got. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. You have any questions you want to ask? <laughs> Oh my God, man. I, uh, I don't, I just, oh my God. I just, I hate plumbing. Yeah. You had a tough weekend. I did. Yeah. I had to fix PVC, which I, I like the PVC thing. It's, it's much easier, but when it comes to plumbing, I swear to God. Now you're talking PEX, right? PEX. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. PEX. Yeah. And um, it's just so much easier than soldering. It is. But it's just still so much quicker. Yeah. It was just, I'm not a. I, I wasn't made to do that. Are you a shark bite guy or are you uh, in, a, in, a, in a in a crunch? Yeah. Yeah. In a crunch. Yep. But I'll I don't I'll go at. It. I give it I give it my college all. Yep. All the time, to do it. Yeah, I like the, I like the um the shark bites the caps, so that when you cut you know water lines for like a mm-hmm. vanity or for a kitchen sink mm-hmm. or something, it's nice to be able to just cut it and just put that cap on. Yeah. And you can take the cap off easily too. So it's not like you're soldering it on and then you have to cut it off. Well, I'm now, I'm at the point where I've got a problem with the shower and I get it and it goes from copper to PEX. Okay. So there's a, there's a, there's a piece that you have to solder on for it to grab the PEX. And then you, you PEX it to the, to the, uh, to the mail. Mm-hmm. And I have to do that. And it's just, I don't really have much to work with where the, where the plumbing is, the copper. Uh-oh. So the, yeah, the wall's got to come out to get the copper. Ugh, the you know? That's terrible. It is. It is. It's it's terrible. But, you know. No fun. It, it is what it is. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for plumbers. You know, some days they're walking. Oh, my God. They get, well, they get, they get paid 150 bucks to put in a toilet. Oh, my <laughs> God. This is such an easy job. Yeah. But there are those guys who are in the crawl space uh-huh. down in the basement trying to make things work, opening up a freaking trap full of crap. Yeah, here's here's there's a little tip to the homeowners on behalf of our plumber friends. Yeah. If you're having a toilet removed, clean it. Good idea. Before the plumber gets there. Yeah, please. That's disgusting. Yeah. I can't tell you the number of toilets we've had to take out and they're filthy. Yeah. I'm like, you couldn't clean the toilet first? Yeah. Just clean it. No, I love the jobs and oh, can you paint our bathroom? I'm sure. Yeah. So I think I'm, next time I'm gonna do this. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna paint around the toothbrush yeah. right around it I'm gonna paint around the comb i'm gonna paint around all the shampoos uh-huh yeah. i'm not gonna even move them no nope. just gonna paint right around them <laughs> and it's gonna look like a new york skyline what the hell is this yeah. well you wanted me to paint <laughs> move your stuff and i'll paint it right oh my god <laughs> oh my god 
please. Uh huh. For the love of God, you know, just move some stuff out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's if all. If you can, I mean, if it's, it's clean and move stuff. If it's a toothbrush, move the toothbrush. Yeah. I don't want to see a toothbrush. No. No. I don't want to touch a toothbrush. I don't want to touch any of that. <laughs> that ain't mine. I don't even touch my wife's toothbrush. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um. That's all I got, man. All right, buddy. That's all I got, buddy. That's all right. So our next uh, next time, our guest will be Nigel McFarland. McFarland, right? Solar and... power tomorrow. Yeah. So well, whenever, whenever, whenever we we mm-hmm. hear it. Um, but yeah, you might remember him. He came on and talked about solar power and uh, everything else. So we've we're having him back on because things have changed. Yep. And uh, we kind of need a little update. We from need. Him. We all need an update. Yep. Yes. We need to learn a little bit of the new stuff. Yes. So definitely join us next week, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Yep. See ya. See ya. Bye.